This is Dave LaGreca of Busted Open, and I know two extremely passionate fans about AEW, Paul Zartman and Tanner Lee. That's right, Paul and Tanner. I love what they bring to the table on the Kicking Out Podcast. That's right, the Kicking Out Podcast with Tanner Lee and Paul Zartman. Are you listening to me? If you want the latest on AEW and you're an AEW fan and you want to get the scoop, you listen to Paul and Tanner right now on all podcast forums. I'm talking, you go to the podcast store, you lay down your money, and you buy the Kicking Out podcast. You do it now. If you love AEW, you'll love Tanner and Paul. It is Wednesday night. It's July 27th, 2022. Kicking Out Podcast coming at you. I'm Tanner Lee along with Paul Zartman and Austin Shepard. And Paul, you're looking a little lighter tonight. Yeah, I dropped about uh, 10 pounds. 10 pounds of gold hanging over Austin Shepard's head on the beautiful Corvette sign. Jeez, Paul, short title ring. Yeah. You know, I've had the longest title reign in uh, KOP history, so I might as well have the shortest, too. Yep, uh, I'm going to own all the records apart from the only person to ever hold the belt once, which is you. <laughs> well, uh, oh, my time's coming. So uh, <laughs> looks looks like you got jobber status of the podcast. So, Brooklyn, uh-huh. welcome to the pod. Hey, yeah. hey, yeah. Bad booking, right? Yes. Bad booking. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, you know, if if uh, Gresham and uh, no, it wouldn't have helped me any at all anyway. So, <laughs> no, no, honestly, what what helped Shep win was the women's match. Yeah, yeah I heard him, I, I heard him uh, uh, previously, but he he got that one done. Mercedes yeah. was big, big time. I did not see it going that way. But you know, the the more you two talked about it, you had me second guessing myself. Um, but. It was actually it was a really good match. One, yeah, one, one of my more favorite matches on the card, obviously below FTR and Briscoe, but it was a really darn good match. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you think that FTR Briscoe's match stacked up with the first one this year? Um, I would say it's better. It's a, it's a step above. Um, the first one was darn good. Don't get me wrong. But this one with the two out of three falls, um, they went what forty eight, almost fifty minutes. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, and I liked how the announcer kept announcing every twenty minutes or so. They say, "Hey, time limit, time limit, time limit." Kind of made a little urgency in there. So, uh, yeah, darn good match. Seriously, maybe the best wrestler of the year so far. And we're almost we're we're over halfway through now is Dax. And yeah, I, he's he's definitely in the conversation. You can't I, I don't want to be a homer, okay? But damn. You know, and and, and nothing not, don't take anything away with cash, but 
It was just a darn good match. And I don't know if you saw Dax's uh, social media post two days ago about this is what happens with two drunk uncles get at a fighter barbecue <laughs> with him and and they're just knocking each other out. I was just like, man, it's so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah, the both the Briscoes and FTR, they're they're on fire right now, especially FTR. I mean, I know we've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't remember the last time. I think I think you probably have to go back to the Road Warriors. The last time a tag team's been this hot when they go yeah. to each city. And I really hope AEW capitalizes on that. I think they're going to. I know people are freaking out tonight with when we'll get into it with the Swerve Strickland stuff and the direction that might be heading, but we still got time before all out. So yeah. Hopefully all out they're in the title picture and, and, and hold all the belts is what we all want. Yes. Even, even the Brooklyn Brawler wants that. <laughs> got nothing. Got nothing to do. No, I, I, I don't I don't. I, I am speechless. I mean you know, I'm not sure what I did to deserve this, but hey, you know what? It is what it is. A good show over the weekend, though. Um, I was surprised there's no debuts. I really thought there was going to be at least one debut in there somewhere, but there wasn't. Do you guys think Tony Khan's focusing too too much on ROH? Though I've seen that argument on Twitter out there that he needs to focus more on AEW, less on ROH. What do you guys think? Uh, you know. I, I'm kind of torn here because ROH really, really needs something right now, and Tony's going to be the one that's going to have to give it to us. But uh, I think if he can kind of let some of the other members of the board, so to speak, for AEW handle AEW, he can get ROH taken care of and kind of get it just set smooth sailing and just kind of let it be its thing. Yeah, I, I agree with Paul a little bit. Um, the big thing is is getting certain talent that you're only going to see on ROH. You know, we got obviously the Briscoe signed to a, a long term deal, um, but you got like Wheeler Yuta. He's going to be on both shows. So, to me, yeah, don't get me wrong. I love I love the cross promotion stuff, but you still going to have to build a foundation of ROH. Right. Um, yeah. So as long as Tony can focus on building a foundation of ROH, yeah, don't worry about it. But if it gets mixed up and messed up and you don't know who you're watching on Dynamite Rampage or an ROH show, yeah, then then, then we got a little bit of an issue. But but let's let's get a good foundation of uh, of ROH and then every once in a while I'll throw a surprise in there uh, from one of your. Uh, dynamite guys or rampage guys. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like uh, the all amazing Tanner Lee is having technical difficulties uh, again this week. My camera, this is, this happened Monday night on my podcast too. So <laughs> let's see if I can get it back, back on. But so oh. You're saying Tanner Broker's camera. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We're saying Tanner sucks and will never be champion and needs to figure <laughs> out what he's doing. Well, I was gonna—I was just gonna go. Tanner was ugly enough; he broke his camera. But I mean, Paul took another step. Hey, hey bro, while you're while you're at it, why don't you read for a little bit while I get the oh. difficulties straightened out? Oh, okay. Uh, well, let me go get it pulled up then, because I wasn't going to uh, have any of my results up since you know you were doing it tonight. So uh, give me a minute here as I get my results pulled up. Uh, man, I. Anybody else fed up with Google and the way they just keep pushing ads all of a sudden? It's annoying. 
It is. It is. Uh, I'm sick and tired of the fact that I now have to scroll down a lot further to find what I want. Uh, so, Shep, while I'm doing this, uh, why don't we talk about your uh, championship? You enjoying it so far? It looks good. It looks really <laughs> good. It looks better over my shoulder, but at least we're not going to have to worry about Tanner ever winning that thing. Yeah, that, that poor guy. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, know. I mean, I even hey, I'm a fighting champion. I even said I'd put it on on the uh, on the line this weekend for the last card for Ric Flair. Which that card is epic, by the way. That card is epic. I, I mean, I. I was so glad I wasn't going to be a part of that if that was the case because uh, I looked at that card and I went, I might be able to tell you one winner and that's it. Oh my god, what what great matches on this card! Uh, obviously, Conrad Thompson's promoting this thing with the Jim Crockett Productions, but holy shnikes, man! There is like five main events on this uh, on this card, like the Wolves versus Motor Shit or. Uh, Motor City Machine Guns, like holy cow, that that's like mid card on this on this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Tanner didn't. Tanner won no piece. He went <laughs> out. But. He claims he's smart, but I think it's a little cowardly. Although he uh, he pays more attention than me. He caught the name change quicker than I did. I I I kind of I kind of felt okay with him not taking the action, then I didn't have to dive in because <laughs> it would have been rough <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i looked at it last night and i'm like uh i would just been guessing at nine out of the 11 matches probably i mean there's what is there five companies represented there yep yeah five different wrestling promotions represented there so you got to play favorites to all five so that'd been a tough one to call yeah yeah but uh yeah. it's gonna be a heck of a show hey, this will look good till labor day weekend baby yeah, I'm there gonna let you enjoy it a little bit. I'm gonna let there you enjoy it a little bit. There you go. There it is. Yeah. See, we just got to make sure we do whatever we can so that he doesn't win it because uh, he won't defend it until the next pay per view. Who are you talking about? You. Mm-hmm. It's not me. I'll defend it every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> He'll defend it every dynamite. <laughs> well, speaking of dynamite, let's get into tonight's dynamite, which started with a world title match. For the AEW Interim World Championship, John Moxley defended against Roosh, who had Jose by his side. Uh, this was a fun match. Very hard-hitting match, of course. What else would you expect out of these two? Right. Got some interference from Andrade, but uh, the Lucha Bros came down and ran him out because uh, we've seen them both get de- demasked lately by Roosh. In the end, Moxley uh, was successful defending his championship, uh, locking in the Bulldog Choke as Roosh faded out, like uh, Moxley's been putting everybody out lately. Yeah. It was a great match. Um, I thought it was a great way to kick off the show, uh, especially being Fighter Fest. Um, fight for the Fallen. Or Fight for the Fallen, yeah. I was. I knew that. Testing you, Tanner. Yeah. <laughs> I'll start with yeah, that. You know. Uh, but yeah, I thought it was a great way to get the crowd hot from the start to the finish, which they were. Um, I mean, I, I knew Mox wasn't going to lose this, but uh, I was more interested in what happened post-match. Yeah, post-match, I, I figured this was coming soon, but I didn't know how soon. Uh, we, Jericho's music hits. Jericho calls comes out and pretty much confronts Moxley, 
telling him he wants a shot at his title. He's now invoking his rematch clause two and a half years later. So remember that, Shep. I, I like it. I like it. But uh, I also liked how Moxley put over Jericho's personalities. Yes. Mm-hmm. He, he, he didn't trash him, but yet – he didn't praise him, and then till the end, he's like, "Look, I don't want this guy. I don't want this guy. I don't want this guy. I want the Lionheart." Yes, the guy yeah. I grew up seeing, the guy that came out of the the Heart Dungeon. I want Lionheart, which fits well with Moxley right now because right now we see him the Wizard, the Pain Maker, El Champion. So all of a sudden, let's bring let's bring the Lionheart back, like ECW days. And yeah. for for Moxley to do that, that's just how smart that dude is. Like he buried him, but yet he didn't bury him. Um. So yeah, now we get to see the Lionheart, Chris Jericho versus Mox, and that's going to be at the Quake at the Lake in two weeks in Minneapolis. Which tells me, since they're running it, then I think Punk's back it all out. Hmm. I don't know. The dirt sheets were not favorable of Punk this weekend. No. I know. I, I watched uh, a few uh, short interviews with them, and he didn't give much up, of course. He's in a boot right now. Um, I don't know. I think it'll be cutting it close, but that's just my gut's telling me. Maybe I'm just being really optimistic and hopeful because Moxley gets through that program with Jericho. Then if it's not Punk at all, who is it? Ooh. I don't know. Got to be somebody big. Man, that's a tough choice, really. Mm-hmm. What about Danielson? I mean, that'd be a huge match. Yeah, it would be. I mean, I I think that'd be a uh, that'd be a far far stretch. But yeah. you know, all the all the reports on the dirt sheet saying that he had to relearn to walk. And yeah, he was in pain every time he walked this weekend. I'm going, man. We're yeah. only five weeks away. Skip point. Now, I mean, again, it could be it could be a work, and we're be. falling for it. Could be. I mean, I mean, I guess you could go Adam Cole, but he just challenged for it in February, so I don't think you do that again. Yeah, I, I mean, man, I mean, uh, some of these young guys that are going to start getting a push on the heel side. That'd be a that'd be a fast track in five weeks. Uh, hey, I don't know. Can Omega come back? Well, I think I think Omega's gonna be back, but I think yeah, it's gonna be part of something else. It's gonna be trios, but whatever. Except I, I think, don't like the tease tonight. I that's where I was going for. I think we're gonna continue to see that tease and then uh Omega's gonna show back up and ah, oh, we forgot about Hanger. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So but it's uh it'll be interesting, but it, I'm looking forward to the match in two weeks. Should be fun. Um like I said, I hope Moxley brings the best out of Jericho. So well, hey, you could you could throw Eddie in it somehow, Kingston, um, Kingston Mox. I don't know. I remember I remember a mega Jericho match over in New Japan uh, for Wrestle Kingdom, and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, I kind of hope Mox Jericho can can do that type of match. I know it's on free television on a Wednesday night, and it's not a, a pay per view, but I hope those two guys put that type of effort in, like Omega and Jericho did. And we got Anna J's debut with the JAS tonight. Anna JAS. Thank you. New nickname for her. So, so yeah, I guess her dark order days are officially over. 
Yeah, which is, you know, weird because three weeks ago, was it, that they were in Rochester and they said, oh, we're not going anywhere. We're in this to the end. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, another member down. But I kind of did like her promo tonight. So she just fed up and deserved an opportunity. And this is a new Anna J. Yeah. Uh, new twist for a character. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. I don't like the Anna J and Ty Conte thing. No. Been there, done that. Yeah. I'm Ty over Conte, that. Her and Sammy. I'm over that too. They annoy the shit out of me. Sorry. Oh, no. I, I mean, they, it's amazing how, I mean, I still like watching Sammy in the ring, but it's amazing. His character went from one of my favorites in the fall to can't stand him <laughs> right well, now. So and he, Even his vlog. His vlogs are like. Oh, it's got worse. It's, oh. Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't have Fuego. He doesn't have Alan Angels anymore, so there's nobody left to carry the vlog. So it's now just. Last I watched, you know, the last 30 seconds I watched of it was just him and Anna Jay, and I was like, yep, I'm done. Yeah. BTE's back, though, so that's good. It was announced night. The World Trios Championships are finally coming. Tournament's going to create the first champions that will finish that all out. So finally something fans have been begging for for two years, two-plus years. Should be fun. A lot of teams that can be in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited for this. I'm trying to, you know, kind of feel like we're getting the start of that on Rampage with the, uh, a match that was set up for Rampage later on in Dynamite. Um, of the trios, I can't even figure out who I want to win them first. That's weird because when they announced the tag team, I was like, all right, there's who I want to win it. I I can't give you a winner right now. Which is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would think it's going to be the Bucks and Kenny, but that's just my guess. It, but but putting a trio's title on those guys, I know. you're going to lower them a little bit. Yeah. Especially Omega. Yeah. You know. You could put it on um, the Undisputed era of the undisputed elite i mean yeah give me red dragon and adam cole maybe mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but again adam cole kind of a topper top guy putting a trio's title on him kind of lowers him a little bit and that'll I give mean, him two titles then because he's got the uh owen hart cup that, yeah. true it, it'd be it'd be kind of fun if uh darby and sting could find another partner give sting a little gold Hook. One more time. Hook. Hook's got some gold. Dark Speaking. order. Yeah, yeah. I feel like they've kind of faded a little bit, but you could. Well, if you go Reynolds, Silver, and Ten, that I could get behind. House of Black would be fun, but I think House they're of Black, in better yeah. stories. Best friends. You could do that. Yeah, they might do that actually. Yeah, they might yeah, do that. We'll see. We we'll see. see. We'll see. F- FTW Championship was on the line tonight as Ricky Starks defended against Danhausen. Danhausen got a huge pop. Crowd loves themselves some Danhausen. He was trying to curse Ricky Starks, but he uh, did, he did the champion's pose instead. Then he ate a boot to the face. 
And then Stark showed him how it was done, only to hit it, be hit with a pump kick and a Northern Lights suplex. Starks uh, got sent to the second turnbuckle, bounced off. Dan Housen almost got a roll-up win, but Starks wrapped things up with a spear for the win. Post-match, Ricky got on the mic, claims he has a little bit left in the tank. He's ready for real this time, which leads to Hook appearing. Hook just starts unloading on Ricky with some shots, then a headbutt, following up with a suplex. Then uh, Ricky responds, uh, planting Hook and then nails a spear, but he doesn't go for the cover. A mistake by Ricky there. He looks for his finisher, but Hook reverses it with red rum and makes Ricky Starks tap out. So the new FTW champion is Hook. He gets his dad's title back. It all comes full circle, and man, that pop. I mean, that's all I can say about that match is that pop at the end. All right. I like them getting the belt. I think I texted you guys this. I like them getting the belt off of Ricky. Mm-hmm. I think he can move on a little bit. Um, yeah. TNT title. Yeah. Let, let's get him in a different picture. Kind of a quick match to get the belt off of him. I mean. And I, I understand that, you know, they're putting Hook over. They want him to be a submission specialist, but I still didn't like Ricky tapping out, though. No. No. But, I would have preferred to see him just go out cold. Yeah. Yeah. If that we were going to do it that. Yeah. But I understand why they didn't with, with the follow up after the match. Starks gets, and I did like the fist bump between the two. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, and Starks' promo was going awesome there. Oh, he, he was. He was cutting really good. And then obviously Hobbs did what he did, but. That's why Hobbs and oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, but Starks had a hell of a promo going on, and until that point, yep, he was cutting a great promo. And then we saw Paros Hobbs turn on Ricky and uh, spine bustered him, left Ricky laying there. But uh, this is exactly what I wanted to see, and I was kind of hoping when he was on the mic. I said, "I wonder, wonder if there's something, something's going to happen here." But I, it still surprised me. Um, but I like Hobbs being that power ha- powerhouse heel and i like uh, starks being i think he can be a big time baby face for the company i agree people already agree. love him and he's been a heel yeah so yeah it's yeah. uh time to push him to the moon and like you said i love him to be in the tnt title picture speaking of the tnt title where the hell's wardlow what what, what are we doing <laughs> i don't know uh, uh, he won the title three weeks ago and hadn't been on since He's on vacation. Man, I, that's all we can say. I, I, it just frustrates me. I mean, that guy, and I feel like the whole MJF thing that took over Double or Nothing Weekend kind of cooled him off. But man, I want him back on TV. No, I I, I agree with you. I, I just don't know. And then, and at some point, don't we have to not to get off a, a warlow, but at some point here between now and All Out, doesn't TK have to acknowledge? MJF at some point, like an update? Um, I'm sure people will start asking him about it as we approach all out. But I mean, uh, if, if the guy is under contract, he's he's getting a paycheck, you know, till 2024 or 2023 or whatever the year was. We we gotta you gotta keep us going. You gotta keep mm-hmm. us in the loop. Mm-hmm. You know, make a comment here or there. Whether it's on TV or a media scrum, you know, you got to keep the ball turning because you can't let the guy die. Whether right. it's a work, whether it's kayfabe, 
Either way. What, I mean, saying it's a work and he's coming back, when would you guys pull the trigger and bring him back? Oh, mm. if, if, if you make his butt work, you got to make him a surprise finisher of the championship match it all out. Make him cost Moxley the match. Make him whoever is the challenger for Mox, whether it be CM Punk, we all hope, you know, make him get involved and keep him quiet up until that day. I completely agree with that. I I have him come back Arthur Ashe in his home state. Mm. New York. Yeah. That's in late September. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. Be- because a part of me is saying, wait till full gear in November. I'm like, oh, that's a, that's a long time. Um, yeah. But if, you, if you're going to promote all out as your WrestleMania of right. the year, yeah. you got to have him involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's been interesting. I mean, Fightful hasn't had much to report on it. It's, Everything's pretty been pretty much dead. It's yeah. it's been it's been kind of eerie. If they have literally worked us, which I hope they have, and made him go home and be quiet, bring him back at an event like that, and mm-hmm. like keep it so quiet that the dirt sheets don't even get wind of it. Yeah, yeah, that's what he has to do. Yeah, make it's it almost like impossible. Boys back at WrestleMania back in the day where. They snuck him in and put him in a trailer the day after losing the ROH titles. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they they brought him in and put him in a trailer until the time. Like yep. they they didn't even give the internet a chance to uh, to leak that. I would say the last time I've been surprised that I didn't see the dirt sheets pick up on anything was all out last year, not with Brian Danielson, but Adam Cole showing up. Yes. I had not read that beforehand. I think I was texting both of you guys like, holy cow, it's Adam Cole. And then I said, holy shit, it's. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was, that was pretty good last year. I don't know how they kept that under wraps. And uh, I mean, they can do it. They kind of did it with Moxley. Yeah. They literally. True brought moxley in he sat in a room by himself nobody knew he was there until you know about 30 seconds before he walked out yeah that's true so they they can do it they just have to be very very careful yeah oh you're right right. sorry jay we got sidetracked oh you're good that's what this that's what this podcast is all about uh, we saw the acclaim backstage. They say they're going to take out the trash on Friday, hinting that a music video is coming about the Ass Boys. Yeah, I didn't see a music video. When's it coming? I I haven't seen it yet either. I haven't. I want to watch it. I think it'd be entertaining. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed the rap battle from Friday night. That was fun. that was awesome. Yes, it was. I thought. Uh, uh, I thought. I thought Austin held his own, but I thought Max got him. <laughs> got him in the end. We then got a match between Sammy Guevara with Tay Conte versus Dante Martin with Sky Blue. Uh, Austin in our group chat said that he thinks Dante Martin is the most athletic guy in AEW, which is hard to hard to hard to uh, disagree. That that guy is stupid good. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I wish Darius could stay healthy. I'm such a top flight fan when, when, when they're healthy, but haven't really seen them healthy since the pandemic, unfortunately. Nope. Um, Sammy gets the win. Win here, uh, but that was with some help from uh, from some interference. Um, no, he hit, never. He hit a heck of a cutter and a heck of a GTH for the win. So after yeah. the match, he continues attacking. Sammy, that is. And Tecante and Sky Blue then start arguing. Anna Jay comes down to attack Blue from behind. Eventually, Ruby Soho, Ortiz, and Eddie Kingston, who got a big pop and champ from the crowd, hit the ring, sent the heels packing. Yeah, that was uh, pretty interesting. Um, I mean, I get I get the Ruby Soho connection with Eddie, uh, and then Eddie's got Ortiz, but at some point, this put-together faction that took on the JS has got to either fully form or fall apart, right? Yeah, I think it kind of has. I mean, I think we're seeing the uh, Blackpool Combat Club kind of go in a different direction now, and with Claudio being ROH champ and, and Yuta being a peer champ and kind of maybe challenging FTR. Uh, Moxley's doing his own thing. So now you got to put Eddie and and, and Ortiz in somewhere with Santana on the shelf. So I think we're going to get Eddie and Sammy. Um, I don't really know what Ortiz does, but. Well, they made a comment that Ortiz was still going to be a weekly uh, involvement uh, in Dynamite, even though uh, Santana's on the shelf. So mm-hmm. maybe we get a little tag team action with, with uh, Eddie, which I'm not going to hate. No, no, um, no. I love I love throwing Ruby in there uh, with 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 the connection with Eddie. Um, Eddie is so darn over right now. It's I, I just hope he doesn't get lost. Right, right. What's going on right now. I'm a huge fan of Eddie. So, and and I'm I'm a huge fan of Eddie on the mic. Um, oh yeah. Not I mean in ring he's he he holds his own. Don't get me wrong, but like. Like tonight, we 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 just saw him in the ring. We didn't mm-hmm. we were on the mic. We didn't get any anything out of him. So, you know, I hope we I hope we didn't just get lost in the crowd. Yeah, no, I agree. He's got to strike iron when it's hot, and uh, they better keep doing that with him. And, and look at look at look at all out. If 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 uh, Mox has no competitors, what a great match Mox and Eddie can have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you could you could get personal there, which which anytime anybody gets personal, we all get hooked. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, absolutely. Hook, yeah. hook, hook us in, guys. Well, something that definitely didn't hook me in the night was the next segment backstage. Sanjay Sanjay Dutt was trying to create an excuse for Jay Lethal, but he gets it gets involved and doesn't want to talk about that. Uh, he wants to talk about the best friends. The three of the best friends up here. Chuck Taylor challenges them to a six-man tag match. But then he recalls Sanjay doesn't work anymore. Sanjay loses his cool and agrees to the match only to then regret it. I just thought that was all kind of corny. It, it was too rushed. I mean, you don't immediately go, oh, yeah, 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 we're going to do it. What did I do? I mean, yeah. you got to have a second realization there. I mean, it is cool that Sanjay's going to wrestle his first match, I think, in about four or five years. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but, yeah. but I don't know. that The, the lethal and Sutton I'm seeing, all, it just, it's just not hitting for me. 
I'm, I'm not a Sutton Singh fan. I'm just, I mean, I, I want to see Lethal on Sunday. They're doing good work with that. So, and when's the last time you saw Sunday Dutt? Seriously, four or five years, I think it's been. What, yeah. Was it with Jinder Mahal on WWE? I'm gonna look it up. I don't think he was with Jinder, was he? Was he with Jinder? Um, he, <laughs> I mean, his last match was against Jonathan Gresham in December 28, 2017 at Nova Pro. So five years ago. Wow. Yeah. 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 It's been a while. So that will be cool seeing him back in the ring. But yeah. We, th- we then got Shivani, who called out Jungle Boy to the ring and didn't see this promo coming for Jungle Boy. I'm not, <laughs> no. not, not, not going to lie to you. I was eating wow. ice cream at the time, about spit it out with the first line he said. Um, I was like, I mean, I mean, TBS let him get away with some stuff tonight. Jungle Boy was pretty. I mean, what, what I want to say quite vulgar, but uh, he, he was PG thirteen for sure. He was yeah, yeah TV yeah. fourteen for sure. There, yeah. there's your uh, TV fourteen. There, WWE fans. Double um, <laughs> boy calls Christian Cage some names, talking about Christian's been talking about his family, and now Christian's now the most relevant he's ever been in his career. Yeah, but when he returned, Christian ran away. Um, cuts a pretty good promo. Uh, Talks about Christian's wife divorcing him. Tells her to give him a call, which I thought was a pretty good call back to Christian doing that about Jungle Boy's mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it talks about how villains villains with turtlenecks in movies. Talks about Luchasaurus a little bit. And then he's going on to get real emotional, talking about his dad. We see Christian pop up. Christian pretty much says that Jungle Boy... Uh, uh, Next thing that he'll drape over him instead of his jacket will be a body bag, and he can cozy up beside his father. He claims Jungle Boy told him all of his secrets. Now he will prey on them. Fuse getting pretty good. And can we acknowledge the fact that Christian Cage is wearing a turtleneck tonight? (laughs) Well, Jungle Boy had the leather coat on. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. A few things I did notice. Luchasaurus still has the black mask. Black yep. attire. Still and all black. After the promo, it looked like he was staring Jungle Boy down right in the back of his head. I thought he was going to turn again. So I still. Maybe he will. Maybe that's just me being optimistic. I still think I like the Luchasaurus heel hey, better. Hey, real quick. Who in the hell dresses Shivani? We <laughs> have so Jackie Pants, Maroon shirt, Shivani. Blue tie. Like, I mean. It's, it's, gotta, not, it's gotta be Lois. It's gotta be Lois's wife. It's gotta be Lois. It's not 1989. And he's still got the same haircut and the same earrings he had on when he started this whole thing. Did did he have earrings back in like there? Yes, yes, yeah. he did. At least he okay. doesn't have the bleach blonde highlights that he had in his one appearance on TNA. Oh my lord! Yeah. You know what? Wow. The guy is awesome. Oh, he's Everyone. a legend. I love Shivani, but he's a legend, but. Yeah, and one thing I forgot to mention, I'm glad you brought up the announcing. Jr. was on the whole uh, broadcast tonight. Yeah, I know. Yeah, not not just the last hour, but the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe we're moving Tony off of commentary and Jr. back on. Who knows? Maybe they're they're experimenting with something. But yeah, uh, then uh, I, I really enjoyed this segment. It was Cutler Cam time. Young Bucks heard about the trio tournament. 
but they make it clear Brandon would never be their partner because Brandon was getting excited, thinking it was finally his chance. Uh, they end up uh, walking into Hangman Page, who uh, they wish each other happy birthday because today's Hangman's uh, birthday. Um, cue the shirt here. And tomorrow's uh, uh, Nick Jackson's birthday. Matt says he's been wanting to talk to Hangman, but then the Dark Order appears and ruins the moment. Yeah, with, with some broccoli, not cake, because they throw back to VTE. It's coming. It's coming. It's just, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting. There's so many directions they could go with this story. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I just I think uh, we're gonna see the elite back together again, and it's gonna be the undisputed era versus the elite. Yep. Or you can have Hangman and the Dark Order versus them too. That's true. Yeah. Because right now, Hangman has nothing going into All Out. No, it's it's really... No. it's He's in a weird spot as yeah. a guy who is champion. Yes. Yeah. We, we haven't seen him, I don't know, in a while, have we? Not, uh, not in an actual match. Yeah. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it, it's been a while. I I think he's had like one match since he dropped the title, maybe two. Sounds right. Without looking it up. So I I could see Hangman and the Dark Order in that little trios thing for a while. Yeah, I could see that. I just want to see Hangman come down to the ring so he can get more nameplates for him. He always has the best entrance nameplates, I'm just saying. Well, and and um another guy we haven't really talked about part of the dark order. Colt Cabana is not part of the dark order anymore. He's ROH talent. Yeah. Right. I, I figured when TK bought ROH Cabana was going right back over. Makes sense. It does. Yeah. I'd even like to see him on commentary a little bit. Maybe he will be if they get that TV deal. Yeah. Cole's good on commentary. He he's really is. Um, and he's, he's one of those uh, guys in the ring that a little bit of comedy with him. Right, mm-hmm. reminds me of Santino, you know, yep. back back in the WWE. Um, he he can work though. I'll give him that. He can work, but his his niche is a little bit of a comedy match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why he worked so well in the Dark Order. Yeah, we then got uh, Tony Nese and Mark Sterling versus uh, Swerve Strickland. Um, there was no doubt about this match. Swerve gets the win. But after the match, we see Keith Lee. He's been taken out by Josh Woods. Um, and Strickland looks on. Nice charges him from behind and attacks him. So I'm thinking um, Quake by the Lake, Tony Nice, Josh Woods against Keith Lee, Swift Strickland. Two weeks. That would make some sense. I'm all for it. I'd like to, I'd like to see Josh Woods on Dynamite. I, re- I really enjoyed him in ROH back in the day. Um so, you know, he, he wrestled for the pure championship in ROH, and, and it was good. Um, worked a lot with Silas Young, you know, the, mm-hmm. the last real man. Um, and I like Silas Young a lot. So to, to see Josh Woods on, on Dynamite was, was encouraging. Yeah, uh, Fightful reported tonight he's on a tier contract right now, so he's not on a full-time deal, but he's been on a tier contract for about a month. So – I think he'll transition over really well. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. I'm guessing a lot of those guys that were on Death Before Dishonor are probably on tier contracts, if I had a guess. Probably. Probably. Oh, probably. Yeah. So. We then got a, a video package from the House of Black. 
I like this a lot. Malachi talking to Miro, really trying to recruit Miro is how I, I portrayed it. And then we got Brody King talking about Darby Allen. He challenges Darby to a coffin match, which this would be the, correct me if I'm mistaken, the third coffin match already that we've seen. Ethan Page, Andrade. And third or fourth, yeah. Third or fourth, yeah. There, there was one really early on. Yeah. yeah. I, I just can't Ethan remember Page who. Were the first, the first one. And then well, that one against Andrade. I thought there was one before. Man, I thought there was one before Ethan Page. Was there? Like really on early. Hmm. Or really early on, yeah. Oh, might have been, but I, I, I like it with the concept, you know, that Darby's tattoo and everything, but this is a match I think we're getting too frequent. <laughs> well, that and, and the whole uh, getting attacked at Comic-Con out in San Diego, You're right? you know, he, he got him out there second time. He, mm. I don't know. I'm not a real big fan of this feud right now. Yeah, I- which which it goes back a couple weeks ago. I talked about the the big versus little. Right, you know, Brody's a big dude. I would love to see uh, Buddy come back and get into a Darby. Yeah, okay, a little bit closer yeah. to his size. Obviously, Buddy Matthews is is more ripped and jacked. Right. But yeah, I just I don't know, I can't get any of these feuds like this. I'm sure once they have a match, Darby will do his thing. And it'll be interesting. It'll be good. It'll be, good, be okay but, with it. But I'm kind of with you. I I haven't got into a Darby feud in quite a while. Yeah, I know. It's uh, it's been weird feuds for him. But yeah, hopefully, Buddy comes back soon. I know Rhea Ripley returned, so she's back from Australia. So I know he's doing some dates in Australia. So hopefully, he'll be returning soon. Yeah. Uh, we then got the AEW Women's World Championship match. Thunder Rosa defe- defended against uh, Miyu. Uh, Come on. They, I, they said it many times on the telecast tonight. And I, I want to say it's Yamashita, but that's not how they pronounce it. Hey, bless you. Yama, uh, <laughs> wait, okay. I, I, I got to figure this out because it's like Takeshka. So it, yeah. Yeah. yeah Yamashita. I don't know. I don't know. I am so bad when it comes to pronunciation of names. I'm just botching this all over the place. Anyways, the woman's legit. This is the first time I'd seen her in the ring. She's really, really good. She's good. Thunder's really good. This was a fun match. Thunder ends up getting the win, uh, hitting the fire Thunder driver for the win. But uh, very fun match. Still have no idea who her next challenger is going to be. I love that Thunder went over to Japan two or three weeks ago, I think it was, and and wrestled her, and she lost. Right. Um, to promote this match. So I love that TK can send a talent over somewhere and put the local talent over um, just to draw a bigger, bigger reaction tonight, which I loved it. Um, great match. Obviously – I kind of felt that Thunder was going over, but right. I mean, it was it was good. Mm-hmm. It worked out yeah. well. Yeah, shows shows you how two promotions can work good together. Yes, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, really does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely does. Maybe it'll happen. There's been some changes in the world here lately. Uh, well, I'll get your Why thoughts. 
I'll get your thoughts on that in a little bit. In a little bit. <laughs> Almost done wrapping up the show here. Okay. Okay. We no no more rabbit holes, Tanner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, right. we'll behave. We'll behave. We, we got the main event: a returning Brian Danielson against Daniel Garcia. This was a hard-hitting, fun match, but I don't know about you guys. I, I like watching Brian Danielson matches, but they make me very uncomfortable. I'm always <laughs> yes. nervous he's going to get legitimately hurt. It just yes. it makes me uncomfortable all the time. Well, listen, we've watched wrestling for a lot of years. We're old, okay? Yeah. I'm older than y'all, but anyway, we're old. When I text you guys, I hope this is a work means that shoot something's not right but the i don't like the way they do that where he takes a bump off the top rope and he he's lethargic yeah i don't i don't like that angle i really don't i know he's i know he's okay obviously watching the end of the match he's okay right but it's still i, I mean no one to play that angle well, the guy with the, his history, it makes me very nervous. I mean, I mean the guy retired in, in a ring because of concussions. Right. You know, right. I, he got healthy and, and came back, but I don't I don't know if I like that angle of I'm going to play my concussion history, you know, real life, kayfabe versus not kayfabe. I don't, I don't know if I like that, especially in the middle of a match. Right, and, yeah. and and when you text, I'm like, well, they're letting it continue, so I'm thinking it's got to be. And then when he took the DDT, I'm like, okay, that's he definitely would be doing that if there was any uh, right. any question about it. So, but uh, we we yeah. did see Danielson get busted open. Like I forgot to mention, we saw Mox get busted open in the first match. Yeah. That's just a Blackpool Combat Club thing, and where everybody just gets busted open, and it's part of their stick. Blood, yeah. blood, more blood. It's TV fourteen, mm-hmm. baby. They mm-hmm. like color. We uh, we saw uh, a hand come up from under the ring apron, apron to interfere and grab Danielson's leg. That ended up being Jake Hager. We found out after the match. No, it, it was some ring talent. They they were lost. Okay, all right. It was Hornswoggle. Yes, Dylan Dylan Postle. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, at the end of the match, did not see this coming. Uh, Danielson. Um, Got distracted, like I said. Garcia locked in the sharpshooter. Danielson ended up passing out. I yeah, not how I saw that match. No, I did not at think all. Danielson was going to lose his returning match. No, but I can almost see Danielson coming back saying, "I'm going to put some guy over." Right. Daniel Garcia is one of those guys that. I mean, I love it. He wears the the shooter boots. And he's hard hitting, you know. He works strong style, I guess you could say. But I mean, I love this match. I mean it. It was better than the first match. I really liked the first match tonight with with uh, Mox, but yeah, this is it the, was a good match. Yeah, this is the match of the night. Yeah, it went eighteen minutes. It was a fun match. Like I said, it had me on edge of my seat, but. The, Part of it was just because I'm always concerned about Daniel's health. Yeah, but but uh, no, Daniel Garcia is fun to watch. I mean, I I, I liked what he did post match against Wheeler Yuta at Depth for Dishonor, flipping him off, flipping off the ROH logo. That's just heel tactics. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see if this is a push because I'm glad he finally got a big win because I felt like he was losing so much. It's hard to take his character real serious, but. 
start start pushing the JAS guys. Get them some wins. Yeah. Do we see this start something between um, Danielson and Yuta? How so? Uh, because Yuta was able to beat him, whereas Danielson couldn't. Yeah. I mean, I can kind of see that. I see Yuta and Claudio now kind of focusing on something else. Um, I, I still think you got to pay off uh, um, Eddie and Danielson a little bit. But yeah. I, but we got, like I said, we got five weeks. Yeah. What a, what a hell of a build we could get for Danielson Garcia 2 at All Out and just beat the living tar out of each other. I'm also kind of thinking, um, assuming that Moxley defends it successfully against Jericho. Jericho's talked a lot of crap about Danielson. How about Jericho and Danielson at all out? Yeah. 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 Because you know Jericho's going to be in a big match. I, I know Jericho's going to be in a big match, but athletic-wise. Oh, sure. Tempo-wise. I'd rather yeah. see a Garcia Danielson go thirty minutes mm-hmm. and, yeah. and just be, you know, an extra fifteen minutes of what we saw tonight. But we're gonna get Danielson Hager some sometime on Dynamite before then, aren't we? Though, after oh, tonight. I'm sure. I'm sure. I don't want Dan. I don't want. I don't want Hager on a pay per view. But <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Let's uh, you know do it at Quake at the Lake, if nothing else. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, let's be honest. That that card at all out is going to be so super easy that I'm going to win. Tanner's not even going to come close. And then I'm going to cash in and uh, declare my rematch at the following Dynamite. You know, taking on Dynamite's always a that's always risky. Dynamite, Dynamite's tough. It is. It is. I mean, I don't know. Maybe we could do a GCW card in October. (laughs) Oh. Uh uh-uh. uh, nope, 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 not doing it. <laughs> Chance nope. picks. Chance nope. Picks. But um, oh, one thing I forgot to mention about tonight's show—they announced that Dynamite's finally making its uh, Canadian debut in October, going to Toronto. Yeah. Which, oh, that's gonna sell out quick. Those fans have been dying to get a show up there. Oh yeah. Was it Toronto? Yep, Toronto for Toronto, uh, Dynamite yeah. and Rampage. So good for them. I saw a lot of people on Twitter pretty hyped about that. A lot of Canadian fans. So. Yep. Although, um, the one thing I got to say is if we're going to keep uh, JR on commentary, he's got to remember Rampage isn't on tomorrow night. Yeah. He said it like two or three times tonight that tomorrow night on Rampage, and it's like, no, it's Friday. Yeah. Yeah. You're taping it tonight, JR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He'll he'll get there. He'll get there. Just yep. give him give him a couple months. Hey. He likes his Tito's. So, well, in, in battle for the belts next week, is it? I think it's next Friday and Saturday. I'm they, gonna look it up. They didn't advertise it that way, did they? They didn't even talk about it tonight. I don't think they advertised it that way. A battle for the belts. I love how we both go looking it up here. Mm-hmm. Who will find it faster? Battle of the Belts 3. August 5th. That's next week. Yeah, it is. August 5th. 
sixth. Sixth, yeah. Well, there in you Grand go. Rapids, Michigan. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You going to put your belt on the line? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Starting to Smart sound man. like Tanner now. No, not one match on the card that I know of. Smart man. You maybe, got a week. Maybe we'll get Wardlow on there. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Um, overall uh, ranking for tonight's show, uh, Brawler, start us off. Uh, who's Brawler? He's not here anymore. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll go with uh, a seven point seven. There was a lot of good things. Um, I just there were a few points in the show where I just didn't really care what was going on. Um, the Danhausen Ricky Starks thing was one of them, and it's not because either one of them are bad. I just knew how the match was going to go. Um, but yeah, seven, seven strong. I'm going, I'm going seven, five, um, which is one of the higher ones I've gone with lately. Um, didn't, didn't care for, uh, like you said, the Ricky Starks thing. I love the debut of hook, but quick match, whatever. Um, great main event, uh, great start of the show. Just a little filler we needed we needed some help on. Um, and I'm not I'm never gonna give a show over an eight if I don't see FTR. I didn't see FTR tonight, so there you go. You automatically get a seven star rating if FTR's on there. Oh, minimum. <laughs> but I'm going eight one. Wow. Wow. I, I really enjoyed it and I thought AW needed a strong show. They've been getting a lot of criticism online. Yeah, I thought Tony was kind of like, "I see your criticism. Watch this." I mean, I mean, in the first half we got multiple championship matches. We got new championships announced coming. Um, they played in uh, this was second half, but they played in a little BTE segment there. Good women's match, good main event. My least favorite thing really was the Tony Nice match. Yeah, yeah, and just because he just doesn't do much for me in the backstage. Angle was kind of weird and everything, but uh, still, he even got a champion on TV there with Swerve. So, no, I thought it was pretty solid. I mean, there was a few things I didn't care for, but overall, I thought it was the best show they've had in about a month. All right, all right, all right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Who's your uh, wrestler of the night? We'll start with the champ here. We'll start with the champ here. My wrestler night, Daniel Garcia. Good pick. Yeah, solid pick. Hard to beat. I'm I'm gonna go to the new FTW champion and go hook. I don't want to agree with either of you, but I mean I was gonna take hook, but I knew I knew Paul was gonna do that. I'm going jungle boy. Okay. Even though he didn't wrestle at all tonight, he cut a promo and that guy has improved so much this past year on the mic. Yes, he has. Yes, he has. He doesn't need Luchasaurus anymore. No, like, that's why I was liking Luchasaurus as a heel. Jungle Boy's a big enough star on his own; he can he can go off on his own. Yeah, I still think in the all black. I think we're gonna get swerved again. I hope. Yeah, that was such such a quick three week turn for nothing. We'll get that halfway through, then hopefully we get Jungle Boy Christian at all out. Right? That's that's our yeah. goal. 
And if Jungle Boy keeps talking like that on the mic, we're going to have to stop calling him Jungle Boy. Oh, yeah, he's Jungle Man. <laughs> did, did you see there was, a, there was a sign that said Jungle Man or Jungle Adult? Yeah. <laughs> there was a sign in the crowd tonight that said Jungle Man. Like, he's not a boy anymore. Oh, Just so. call him Jungle Jack. Jungle there we Jack go. would be fine, you know, and I know JR has been trying to push for that for a while. So. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, yep. of course he still uses the boy. It's Jungle Boy Jack Perry, but yeah, I think if we just call him Jungle Jack, it'll be just fine. Yeah, we don't need the boy or the Perry. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's true. But so fun show tonight. But I, I feel like we can't close off the podcast about talking about arguably the biggest wrestling story of our lifetime. I would say yeah. it's right up there with the WCW going out of business. That's. Uh, WWE CEO Vincent Kidney McMahon retiring at the age of 77 on Friday. And yeah, don't think he's coming back. I was actually at the Elkhart County 4 H fair when you text me that. And luckily, I had just turned the microphone off because my response would have gotten us in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> the first thing I thought when I saw on Twitter, I thought he got hacked. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't think the guy was ever going to go away till he died. I I think when the board says you've got to pay back fourteen point six million dollars, you don't have a choice but to retire. And honestly, I think there's a lot more to this story than we're going to get. And I wouldn't be it was or I wouldn't be surprised if it was more of a you're going to retire or you're going to be fired. But. But look who took in charge. Triple H. And Steph. And yeah. Nick Khan. Well, there was Nick Khan out of there. I know. Well, he well, he and Stephanie are the co-CEOs, which is interesting because everything I, I read and hear, everybody backstage likes both of them, but I don't like when you have co-CEOs. There's gonna be friction no. eventually. That's not gonna work. In you got um, Triple H and Stephanie, uh, Triple H uh, uh, in creative and talent right. relations, yeah, which isn't a good mix. <laughs> well, he replaced Mr. Personality, never wanted to give that up, never, no, over his dead body, he was giving up creative. So, you don't mean to tell me that okay, we had Monday Night Raw, here it is, Tuesday, we had NXT, now it's Wednesday. You mean to tell me he's sitting at Vince's house writing SmackDown as we talk? Oh, yeah, I'm sure he is. Well, uh, and my question to you guys, did you guys tune in at all Monday to see if anything changed? No, I, I did. You know, it was at MSG, um, I didn't. I tuned in for the first few minutes. All right, just too quick for anything to change. I'm not watching this. Next. When, when the first match ended in a DQ, I'm like, changing this crap. <laughs> I had it on as background noise. I honestly was on my phone the entire time between Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. I can't tell you what happened. Um, uh, apart from Rey Mysterio got jumped like four different times. Hold on a second. You changed your name to the Blue Meanie. <laughs> oh, really, Tanner? That oh. been on, that's been on there for like 15 minutes. <laughs> I stopped paying attention. Yes. I love oh. Blue, uh, I'm, I'm okay with Blue Beanie. He was great, so I'm okay Wait, with where's that. Where's JBL when you need him? 
sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Rey Mysterio got jumped like four different times by, um, yeah, Finn Balor's group. Can't think of the name of it now. Judgment Day. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they, he got jumped like four times by Judgment Day. Um, that's really all I can tell you about what happened. Miz and Logan Paul or Jake Paul or whichever one it is uh, brawled. They talked about his genitals a lot. Typical stuff. Roman Reigns did, did have a good one on theory, though. Yes, he did. Your, your daddy's not here anymore. That was pretty. Yeah. I got the crowd going pretty good. There, there were a couple uh, shots in that promo about uh, Vince, but other than that, but it, it tells this tells this will be telling like in that SummerSlams this weekend. I used to never miss SummerSlam. I could care less. I'd rather watch Ric Flair's last match on Sunday than SummerSlam on Saturday. Yeah, I I will not be tuning in. So. I mean, that's, we're good there. Well, you, you I mean, had Royal Rumble, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, WrestleMania. Yep. For years, those were staples. Big four. Yep. I'll never miss a Rumble, Royal Rumble because I love them. That that's it's such a unique yep. event. It's fun. I love I love that, and I love WrestleMania. I do too. Yep. But uh, Survivor Series, when they got away from the traditional Survivor Series, and now SummerSlam, I could give. Two, you know what? So I'm right there with you. Yeah, no, and especially with Cody Rhodes on the shelf. Because if Cody's involved, I'm going to watch a Cody match. Because I'm still yeah. a big Cody fan, but with him yeah. out, I just don't. I don't care that much. And I'm going to watch Saturday Ric Flair's last match. That card is stacked. Conrad is printing money, and I saw that Paige slash Sarah, whatever her real name is. She's appearing at the Starcast for uh, autographs, photos. Um, and she did she announce that today. And and I did see. I'm glad you brought her up. I did see a tweet she made. Uh, Britt Baker called her a dream match this week, and she said she'd love to face Britt someday. Wow, that'd be great. Yeah, which she had a neck injury, right? I think doctors have cleared her recently. I think, okay, I think I could be wrong, but I think that's kind of. Well, she got cleared one other time until Sasha Botch dropped her on her neck again. Well, Sasha's gone. She took her golf ball and went home. She could be. It'll be interesting to see if anybody comes back now that new people are in charge in WWE, but we'll see. I don't know. It's. Yeah. Now, if freaking Johnny Wrestling goes back to WWE, I'll be pissed. I bet he does, though, Shep. With his, I, with his I relationship agree. with H H H H, yep. The, him and H are tight, but well, that well, I don't know if you guys caught any busted open today. Tony kind of went off because he said uh, he's he's amused at all these people on Twitter just assuming these AEW talents are going to go back to WWE. He said Cole's under contract till twenty twenty seven. Malachi has five years left on his deal as well because those are two guys right away that. Right. They know they're close with Triple H. They're like, oh, he's got to go. They're going to go back. Not not for at least five years. Yeah. And and Tony, I like Tony. He can get fired up in those yeah, he can. press conferences. But, like, the the one guy that I want to see in AEW is, 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 is Gargano. Mm-hmm. I, I've loved that guy from the indies before he even got into uh, WWE slash mm-hmm. NXT. Um, 
just thought that guy was awesome. And I felt that at the start, NXT tried to bury him, and he just proved his way up. So wherever that guy debuts, could you imagine the pop he's going to get? Yeah, absolutely. He's yep. He's been smart not popping up anywhere yet. Right. And, and if WWE brings him back, you better put him on Raw SmackDown. If you put him on NXT, you're an idiot. Yep. But. Yep. It's, uh, you know, the two WWE talents I'd love to see in AEW are Finn Balor and Ricochet. Those are two I'd love to see. I think it would fit really well with the style AEW brings, but I don't know. I don't know if that would yeah. Finn Balor's going to be a while. In, yeah. In a- if you bring Finn Balor back, you got to bring him back as Prince Devitt. 100%. And bring him in with the Bucks and Omega with the slash Bullet Club. Yep. All that stuff. So, And I will say, uh, I know Paul's a big fan of this guy, or at least I believe he is. That's why I'm asking this. Now, will uh, Wyndham Rotunga, a.k.a. Bray Wyatt, do you think he's more likely to go back to WWE now that Vince is out of the picture? I think so. I did too. Um, I think. I mean, again, this isn't. This investigation didn't just appear out of nowhere. It's been going on for a while. It's just finally made it to public knowledge. I, I think there's a lot of guys who started hearing about it once they left the company, and they just said, "You know what? We're not going to go anywhere. We'll see where this goes." And I think he's one of them. Yeah. It'll be interesting. So, so back on your how we started this conversation. Mm-hmm. What's y'all's thought on Vince as a whole? Do Oof. we ever see him again, or did he right off in the sunset? I don't think we ever see him on on uh, hey, on, hey. on WWE programming ever again. He's riding off into the sunset. Yep. I mean, that's just all there is to it. I mean, my 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 opinion on Vince McMahon. Pro wrestling wouldn't be what it is without him. Don't get me wrong, but he's a scumbag. Right. Always has been a scumbag. That's great, great. At one time, at least, great businessman. I mean, he yes. was a creative genius at one time, but he didn't know when to walk away or to relinquish some of his duties. Yeah, I read. I read the book Death of the Territories, and I mean, Vince McMahon was Death of the Territories mm-hmm. because he. Pushed his money around and, and did all that. You know, that book was a was a great knowledge of the territory history, but it made him look like a scumbag. Okay. But on a business side, it made him look like a genius. Yeah. When you get into the personal side with the women, dude's a scumbag. Mm. Oh, yeah. Always has been. Yep. I, I've always said his stuff in the Attitude Era was more real than we ever thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not that I, I don't know. It's kind of hard looking back. Like, I, I, I respect what he did for the business, but I don't respect the human being. Is 100% that, right with you. I, 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 yeah. I don't know if it's, I'm trying to, word that correctly, but yeah, as a, as a take him out of the wrestling business, not a fan. Right. Yep. Yep. And by the way, why did you change your name to the Shockmaster? <laughs> <laughs> Payback. Oh, that was, that was Paul? Yeah, yeah, I keep forgetting he can uh, 
I can, can edit stuff the, too. He, he can do that with the names. <laughs> yeah. You have to take that privilege away. Wow. Oh, wasn't, oh. wasn't the Shockmaster like the biggest flop in WCW? Yeah, he's the guy who burst through the wall terribly, yeah. dropped the helmet, put the helmet back on, and was never seen from again. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Kind of yes. like Tanner's uh, title reign. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was a good one. That was a good yeah, one. It was a good one. Props to you. I'll give that to you. Yeah. But you're in the back of the line, Paul. Back of the line. It's okay. After Labor Day, I'll be number one again. Hey, cheers to all out. Um, Tanner, you better bring your A game. I will. I'm, I'm, I've been waiting. You know, I was this close to double or nothing. Paul was like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't even fit it in the screen. Uh, uh-huh. But but Paul gets it back at Forbidden Door, which wasn't just an AEW event. It was a co-AEW New Japan. Then he loses and it. And I got my ass kicked. Yeah, yeah he did. <laughs> but, but you get it back at ROH. So, you know, it's we're back to a back to an AEW event again. So I don't know. I'm feeling good about yeah. it. I mean, Tanner, you would have you would have been a, a bigger man if you would have took me on this weekend, which I was willing to do. I, you were, you were. I, I, I thought about it and I declined because I think it's, at least in my opinion, one of the most unpredictable cards of the year. So oh, I yeah. Didn't feel, didn't feel safe. I, I have no idea. I mean, one one of the greatest cards we've seen all year. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, unpredictable. And with having five companies involved, and can you imagine all the politics going on backstage that event. And, and I know the whole thing is we're there to celebrate Rick. Yeah. Which to me, I mean, growing up, he's my, he's my goat. And yep. I know you've said that. What's your favorite flair match of all time? Oh shit. Man, <laughs> man that dusty flair cage match, uh Starcade 80 what? Uh 89? Is that right? I'm going to look right now. Yep. Man, it was awesome. 86. 86, sorry. Mid-Atlantic, yeah. Mid-Atlantic Championship. Tanner's yep. faster than I am. Man. I'm used to it. That match, I, I oh. watched it actually. Uh, it came up on one of my Twitter feeds. I follow the Atlantic Wrestling Twitter feed or whatever, and I'm like, man, that was the best match ever. And I remember when when uh, Dusty won, the whole locker room came out, and he, and he, and he won on a schoolboy. It was a quick roll-up. And the whole locker room came out, and, and Flair was not – you know, he was busted open because of his cage match, but, like, he let everybody come in, and he just watched Flair just, just go out the side – like you didn't, you didn't see him. Um, it's so good, so damn good. Mm. So, yep. yeah, that's got to be my best flare match. Paul, do you have any? Uh, I would agree with Shep on that. Um, the the two matches I think of most when I think of Flair are that one and his final match in WWE with uh, HBK. Mm-hmm. Two different points in his career. Two great matches. I can't go wrong watching either one of them. You think we'll see some type of finish this weekend like we saw with HBK? Where you see like the lethal injection, but before he does it, or after he does it, he says, I'm sorry. Like, I love you. Kind of like Sean did. 
if anything, with Lethal's history with Flair, he'll just start wooing at him. And I'd be perfectly okay with that. Okay. I if the two that. have a woo-off, I'm fine. Yeah. I, I, I still think we're getting Flair over Jarrett. For the, I agree. The really? Yeah. But but if, if Flair plays, plays the business like he's supposed to, like he was taught in I the know. territory days. I know. You put your guy over before you leave the territory. He can also push his son-in-law this way too, though. Yeah. All right. I didn't. You threw. You threw a joker in there. <laughs> uh, I think it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. And when I think of Flair, I go ninety-two Royal Rumble. Okay. I mean, yeah. with 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 a tear in his eye. Yeah. Yeah. He wins the wins the WWF title and. I still don't know how the WWF to this day screwed up the possibility of Hogan Flair at WrestleMania. Just blows <laughs> my mind. They went with Sid instead. Just Sid was in, awful. In Macho wow. Man against Flair, which was fine, but it wasn't. No, Sid was awful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. Sid Vicious was good for nothing. He broke his ankle off the top yeah, of Yeah, that. yeah. That was Oh, yep. Which was, yeah. which was not fun to watch, but. No, yeah. no. Don't give him a pair of scissors either. No. <laughs> nope. So, uh, any closing thoughts uh, for tonight's Dynamite overall? WWE, Ric Flair's last match. Anything? Anything you guys want to want to say before I hit in broadcast? Uh, I I'll say uh, I'm looking forward to uh, the Saturday card. It's stacked. I probably uh, will not be watching it. I thought this was Sunday. Um, is it Sunday? Saturday. Sunday's SummerSlam, right? Oh, I think you got them. The dates are on. Saturday, SummerSlam. Oh, did I reverse them? And 6.05, July 31st is StarCast. Okay. Flair's last match. All right. So either way, I, I unfortunately most likely will not be watching. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to following along on Twitter and catching snippets because I know there's going to be clips posted all over the place. Um, I'm sure I'll, I'll catch a rerun of it at some point. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I'm looking forward to you losing it all out so I can get my belt back from Shep. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. All right. I thought, I thought dynamite tonight was a, was a great solid show. Love the finish of this, of the, of the show. Love the start out actually, but finish was even better. And then going this weekend with the, with the flare thing with Andrade, um, such such good matches like the dream matches, the Wolves and the Motor City Machine Guns. We got a Triple A match. Um, ML, you know, MLW Championships on the line. Junior yeah, and Josh Alexander Impact going on. Uh, I just like I literally and 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 you guys might laugh at me. But if you compare SummerSlam to this card, it oh SummerSlam's the loser, hands down. Yeah, and I I don't mean to be a jerk, but I mean if you're gonna pay twenty bucks, let's just say I think it's twenty nine ninety five. If you're gonna pay thirty dollars, what are you gonna watch? I'm watching Ric Flair's last match for thirty bucks over SummerSlam ninety nine yeah. out of hundred times. Mm-hmm. It's yep. it, it's ridiculous, but I hope I hope the card lives up to to what they're promoting. Um, Conrad's done a hell of a job. Uh, Absolutely, 
with 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 they they moved arenas. Mm-hmm. Okay, they they moved to a uh, what the nine auditorium? Tower? Yeah, the auditorium instead of the flare grounds. Yeah, so we went from like four thousand to nine thousand seats. Um, yeah, like I hope the production value. I know Shivani's on the on the mic. I don't know who else. Do you know who else on the mic, Tanner? Uh, I'm gonna look it up real quick. I know Shivani is for sure. But uh, yeah, like that to me, that's the excitement of the weekend. Yeah, David Crockett. Oh, David Crockett's gonna be on the mic. David, yep. When he hadn't been on the mic in twenty years, it's gonna be a good one. So yeah, set's supposed to look just like the old days. Six oh five start time, which I love. Yeah, I love. That's what I. That's why I like Conrad's podcast so much. The dude's a historian of, of, of pro wrestling, and he, and he has so much respect for the history of pro wrestling. And just putting those, those little touches like that on the event caps it off yeah. for me. Hell, yeah. hell, hell uh, Cornette can't even bitch about it. Hmm. Uh, that's saying something. It, it's not over yet. That's fine. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not over yet. Uh, give him time. Give him time. Yeah. So, but no, I don't have too much more to add. I mean, I'm looking forward to the show this weekend. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna buy it. I think. I mean, I yeah, I the the way that with the, how they've promoted it. I mean, the the three episodes just got me hooked. Because um, to be honest, before that, I wasn't I wasn't really bought. And then after that first one, I'm like, that's some of the best things I've seen in the last decade, right there. Yeah. That just that little twenty minute episode. Um, and Conrad's podcasts have been selling me a ticket too the last few weeks. So, um, not a ticket, but sell me a buy. And uh, yeah, but good dynamite tonight. Looking forward to next week's show. Yep. Campaign should be good. Next week should be good. So, off and rolling the all out to where I can finally have the gold somewhere up here above my head somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, okay. gold, <laughs> the gold O in KOP is the closest you're going to have to anything gold in circular motions. All right, brawler. Wrap us up. All right. Be sure to go like the Kicking Out Podcast on all social media at Kicking Out Pod. If uh, Go listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. If that happens to be uh, Apple Podcasts, be sure to give us that five-star rating. We, uh, we're not looking to be the best podcast. We just want to make it a little bit higher up the list. And maybe, maybe eventually we'll get to number one. But right now, just get us in the top 100. And be sure to check out the KOP merchandise shops. We've got two of them. You can find them in the bio of all of our social medias. Go follow Tanner Lee on all social media at Tanner Lee 921. Go nine follow two. us. 92. You're yeah. 921. I am. I am. I'm trying to remember everybody's social. You are jobbing the outro here. Come on. Hey, hey, nobody's social is up on the screen, so I've got to try to remember all three of ours plus KOP, which is very simple. That one's simple. Ours is harder. Uh, Chef's, yours is what? The Chef 27? Pretty hard. Pretty hard. See? See? I got that. Be sure to follow myself at Paul Zartman 921. There's the one for Tanner. And uh, join us again next week as we kick out yet another podcast.